My name is Sarah Tran, and you're listening to Poetry in Passing, a place where life's moments are preserved in a world where nothing is meant to last forever. In today's episode, we will talk about a poem I wrote about what we are all chasing in life. When asked about what I would be doing if money and time weren't a factor, I began asking myself, what am I chasing? On the other hand, instead of constantly chasing something, I'm learning how to slow down and live each day with more intent. This poem is asking you, do you know? Do you know? What are we all racing towards, if it not death? Have you discovered who you are, apart from who you believe yourself to be? The world is too vast to depart without knowing what we are all chasing. The earth is crumbling, a sound too grand to hear, beneath your lack of urgency. So quiet your steps, I beg of you. Set foot upon another and walk, do not run. Set your eyes on the northern lights, the sky that demands no words of affection. Close your eyes and see half of the places you have yet to be. Here and now is all we have. So feed yourself pieces of imagination of where you want to be. Because if you are not careful, you will wake up one day begging for one last melody. I wrote this poem after reading The Uninhabitable Earth by David Wallace. It's an amazing read. I definitely recommend it to anyone who's interested in learning about climate change and how it is affecting every aspect of human life. Wallace touches on the price of climate change and our insistence on ignoring this matter. Our near climate change, or rather the present, it's seen on the news every day. It is here and its impact, disaster, drought, famine, war, global refugism, and the political disarray it unleashes. So you may be wondering, why are you mentioning this? It's really heavy to start with, but it does set the tone for this poem. And knowing this feeling of uneasiness or uncomfort, discomfort that you may feel, I hope you understand why it's important. So After I read this book, to me, it felt almost immoral to think about my own selfish desires or to chase things like money or fame when there are these more pressing matters at hand, like world hunger and poverty. But at the end of the book, Wallace assures us that we shouldn't take the world on our shoulders, that burden, it can be overwhelming, and sometimes no action is actually better. So with that being said, it's kind of learning how to develop this balance for yourself, to live with urgency, but at the same time, also slow your steps and live each day as precious as it is. Um, And I don't know, it kind of makes 
your life, um, to me at least, it feels more valuable. us to take a moment to close your eyes and envision the bigger picture. The vastness of this earth, maybe a never-ending horizon next to the ocean with the most beautiful sunset. I've always said that home is all of the places you have yet to be. And so when I close my eyes, I see the sunset and I see the horizon and I dream of walking every inch of this earth and taking in its beauty and living with different people in their culture, just immersed in different lives, dancing and singing alongside each other. And maybe this is a naive dream, but also at the same time, it can become a reality. Um, And when I close my eyes, Even though I do picture these beautiful things, I also see my fears, which is these beautiful places around the world like Venice disappearing, sinking. I fear never being able to see the northern lights, which I mentioned in the poem. I say, set your eyes on the northern lights, the sky that demands no words of affection. And to me, that kind of of meant that like, The earth is too grand. It's always going to be beautiful. It doesn't need, it doesn't need your approval or your, um, just, it doesn't need humans. It will stand here and it will, it'll be here after we're all gone. After whatever happens, however we handle climate change in our future. And yeah, it, the earth is still going to be standing Um, nature is still going to be there so we can set our eyes on the northern lights kind of like look ahead and look up look to your dreams and to follow those but yeah I talk about the northern lights and I also fear never being able to scuba dive in the Great Barrier Reef and these are things that I think about and so when people tell me to travel later or wait till you're older I'm in my head I'm just like but but do you not know the earth is crumbling? And I just think, why not now, really? Like, why not take this time that I have now? What is stopping me? Or what is stopping you? to the first line in this poem where it says what are we all chasing towards if it not death so this kind of came to me because as i got older i began to question kind of society's timeline for most of us um i do recognize that i have the privilege to question my own path because i am a middle class american so i do have this opportunity to have you know these things called dreams Um, But that being said, I began questioning if this timeline was 
all my life was meant to be. Like it was all just planned out for me. School, high school, more school, graduate, marry your high school or college sweetheart, get a dog, married, suburbs, kids. And you get the picture. So I would picture myself in what I used to call the hamster's wheel in my head. I just have this picture of like a ongoing hamster's wheel. And in it, I just um, think of everyone who works their whole life until they can retire. And then they're like, okay, then I can live. Then I'll live my life. Then I'll do this. Then I'll do that. And I picture all of us on this never-ending race towards what I mentioned in my poem, death, or whatever everyone is chasing. And get let me get this out of the way. Like I'm not trying to sit here and judge or bash anyone who has chosen to go that route. I am just saying that whatever you believe your route is in life, to go for that, to chase that. So if it is, you know, this... Um, timeline that you do see yourself in the you know the school and the marriage and retirement that's great if you see yourself traveling all over the world that's also whatever it is um, I'm just talking about my perspective and what I see myself um, fearing which is you know being on that hamster's wheel So you might have heard or read this in one of my poems, but I describe my, my life as kind of like a revolving door. And I picture myself on one side of the revolving door and in, in my, the door is spinning and spinning and in comes people, out goes people, in comes experiences and cities and homes and all of these moments. And I kind of realized, you know, if I don't start learning how to enjoy the present moments, I may never have a chance again to be with these people, to be with these experiences that are going in and out of my life. So at the end of the day, I've learned that whatever life throws at me, I know now that, you know, life doesn't go as planned I am strong enough to embrace the highs and lows in life and I will allow myself to live in the present without fear of the future or worry about what may happen and that is what I choose to chase. stanza in this poem says if you are not careful you will wake up one day begging for one last melody and i wrote this line kind of picturing myself old and gray looking back on my life and i'm saying to myself wow i have no regrets i chose this life i chose my um path in life i chose my job i chose my career 
I chose my husband. I chose um, the path that I had taken. And even though my life was beautiful, I absolutely feel so blessed to have had my life at, back at home in Texas. And But I do want to be able to say that I didn't just accept the life that was given to me, that was in my lap. I want to be able to say that I went out into the world and I tried to see what else was out there. And if it truly is meant to be, if, you know, I, after everything, then maybe if I realize, oh, you know what, my life is back where it was, then I will find my way back. I truly believe that. But I need to know that at least I tried to discover my full potential. At least I tried to see what else was out there. And um, even if all of my dreams don't become a reality, at least I know that I gave it a try. I gave 110%. And now I'm really out here trying to um, make this podcast and write. And it is something that I am proud of myself for. And it's kind of what inspired the name of this podcast and the theme, overall theme of my poems, which is passing through. Um, that it's this idea that time is a finite is or it is finite, and human beings we're all just passing through this earth. Um, it's it's our story. It's our story to tell. It's our story to live, and what we choose to do with our time is up to us. And I hope that we all choose wisely because in the beginning of this episode, um, we talked about, you know, um, all of the harder aspects in life and all of these topics that are just a lot heavier. But it does make those days, it, it, get, it makes our present a lot more precious and worth it, um, I guess, just a lot more valuable to me. So if you are listening, I... Um, want this? I want to encourage you to try to chase your dreams, to go out there and see what the world has to offer. And yeah, I do want to encourage you to ask yourself, what are you chasing in this life? And to slow down, stay in the present, and follow whatever makes you happy. This is the second episode of Poetry in Passing, and I thank you for listening. To stay up to date and support this podcast, visit at stpoetry underscore on Instagram or Facebook. Episodes will be posted every Tuesday, so stay tuned and join me next time. Music is by Luke Rembo Productions on YouTube. Thank you again for listening. I'd love to connect with you, hear your thoughts or comments. You can reach me at s tran that's s-t-r-a-n poetry at gmail.com